Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. It's been a while, Al, and it's been a while since we did live, and we're live right now in the Garden District, in the Trap House back here, in the Iron Jungle. Fuck COVID. We're back live in person. I think we're still six feet away. We're still following Proto. Well, does Baton Rouge have Proto right now? I think it's no mask anytime, anywhere, unless you're at work. It works mask, depending on where you work. Speaking of work, since uh since the last pod, well, we got to lead off since it's been a while. It's this happened more recently, but uh, happy birthday, J Bone. Yeah, a lot of people out there they're gonna just say happy birthday to J Bone on social platforms, shoot him a text. We're gonna say it via pod. So fuck all of y'all that are trying to say happy birthday to J Bone. How about you do it bigger? This is from the pod, J Bone. Happy fucking birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to the coolest guy at the Brockton Mass ten year high school reunion. I mean, ha- have a cold one on us. Got just, to. Just facts. So, Al, how you been, buddy? Because it's been a second since I've seen you, and, I mean, you look the same. Yeah, but <laughs> I've been pretty much keeping up to the same stuff. Uh, you know, just had a – parents were out of town for Thanksgiving, uh, so I'll give a I'll, – I'll shout out to my best to ever do it. Uh, my Uncle Paul, my parents were up there um, – Helping out my Uncle Paul, who had a brain tumor, so they were helping out my aunt and just, like, helping him out. And they were up there for a while. Uh, So, over Thanksgiving, he passed. So, R.I.P. Paul, one of the best to ever do it. Now, my dad brought me a little parting gift, Harley, from my Uncle Paul uh, when he came back down when we met, you know, a week after Thanksgiving for our belated family Thanksgiving. He brought me a little of the devil's lettuce. Now, have you ever had a... Was this medical grade, like Uncle Paul's medical grade stuff? Like any leftovers? Is that what you be talking? I don't know. I haven't smoked it yet. Uh, I'm thinking the proper way to do this is like you got to have a you got to have a party and multiple people have to pass around the circle. You know, you got to raise one for Paul with his own supply. Were they pre rolled joints? Or no. Did he get cremated? Is there a chance he's in the joint? This was no. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I th- it's a nug. So I, I got that. I, I think I'm planning on doing that with my family on Christmas. A little Christmas Kris Kringle surprise there. Okay. Something uh-huh. to look forward to there. A yeah, little, that, that little could be mistletoe. Fun. That could be fun. And one of the best to ever do it. Shout out, Paul. R.I.P., buddy. I think we just lost some equipment. We got a lot in the jungle right now. There's wires everywhere. And uh, this would be Leo's favorite place to be right now. Yes, it's got weights and wires. Now, Harley, over Thanksgiving, what you look like you were, you know, you don't have work tomorrow. You look like you're still on island time with your Hawaiian LSU shirt, but uh, what would you end up getting into? All right, so first of all, shout out to LSU National Signing Day right now. We haven't talked about Brian Kelly since the uh, <laughs> signing on the pod. I just got to say, you and Walker Howard, y'all's dance video, more of that, please. I, <laughs> I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that. If you haven't seen it, Look for five-star Walker Howard out of Lafayette and Brian Kelly 
Walker Howard's pretty much just standing there. Brian Kelly's trying to do a jig. It was absolutely great to call him Baton Rouge. So shout out to Brian Kelly. So it's National that, Signing Day. That kid retweeted it though. He's he was no, that was he his was promote. That was his tweet. Yeah, he, he was w- the OG tweeter, and then people stole it from him. He, he was uh, he was putting this out there, so he he wasn't that embarrassed. Even though Brian Kelly was the one really embarrassing himself, but I guess LSU's got to throw up that three sixty camera. Try luring some NIL deals, name, image, and likeness that they got going on in college now. And, you know, we always joke about paying for the uh, NIL for the pod, you know, sponsoring an athlete, but it would have to be kind of a low-rank guy. You know, we want a workman, a guy who's going to be proud to rep the brand. Our friend, you know, he texted us about that Christmas bonus. He could definitely pay for an nil seriously like he, well, could he couldn't actually get, he do couldn't it. get the number one overall pick he ain't got that money he ain't got uh barstool money but he does have some pockets that's why we call him deep pockets you can put the first name in front of it if you want oil but, had oil had a great year apparently well that was his b-hag so that was like years and years of work explain to get what that. a b-hag to the people is and that 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 company-wide email was like everybody gets this amount of money so that's crazy to me. A BHAG stands for big, hairy, audacious, or uh, audacious goal. BHAG, B H A G. So basically, what's what, the H stand for? Big, hairy, hairy, audacious goal. So it's supposed to be like something out there, like you're not supposed to be able to achieve it. This is like we're all rowing the same direction. We got to accomplish this. And so that's one of the like the corporate talking points when it comes to goals it's an incentive for everybody well, you help well, us we help you in this case it, the BHAG was for everybody but it could be your own personal BHAG it oh. just, it, it's it's kind of like a way to talk about a corporate goal but anyway they're they had to meet some kind of targets and they got you know 75k a person throughout <sighs> the whole company which I mean after taxes ain't that <laughs> Jesus. boom got them that's why you got to give some of it to charities or NIL athlete. When you start talking about $75,000 and one lump sum is not that big of a deal, then we've hit a different stratosphere. Shout out to... Oh, no. It would be a huge... Shout out to Moneybags. You should think of who you would want to sponsor as an NIL. Make that money work for you. Which I think these co- these sponsors are going to realize, you know, this first year of this thing... We didn't make much money at all. Like LSU's big guy, uh, Derek Stingley, he played in like six games, barely played any snaps, and some company probably paid him. He didn't do. He didn't show face at all. He might as well not even played this year. I think they're going to have something in the contracts a little better. So I think you'll see contracts get a little better and better as this goes because there's no way. You, you mean the you mean the big companies that know what they're doing are going to start fucking the athletes and, not, and, I, I, I and nickel mean, and diamond them with incentives? Well, I don't mean that. But, like, so you're the number one overall running back and you're going to Jackson State and you're getting $1.5 million. If I'm Barstool, that contract can't just be like, hey, we're handing you a he's bag. He's a cornerback, not a running back. Oh, I thought he was a running back. Whatever. And, he, and in the article, he's only 165 pounds. All right. So I didn't do as much research on him as you did. But what I'm trying to say is there's no way it can be, hey, you just get $1.5 million to go do, I don't think do that this number's public, real. public thing with Deion Sanders. Well, that's a reported number. I think you got duped by the fake Twitter. It was Adam Schefter or 
I, uh, I Adam guess, Shafter. I, that, I, that's just kind of what I saw a couple different places. I wasn't looking at hard. I was looking for more LSU people. But whatever <laughs> whatever the deal is that gets them to go over there to Jackson State. It's not going to be worth it. Well, it, it could be, but you got to have in the language like you have a certain amount of games and things like that. It should it should be like based on performance or based on notoriety. You can't just hey I'm, we're going to give you a bag and then the person just sit out until they can go draft in the NFL. Shout out Derek Stingley. <laughs> Dude, this guy's a freshman. I'm so though. fucking salty about that. It's such bullshit. <laughs> Fucking come to LSU, you have a fucking great freshman year, and then you fucking sandbag the next two just so you can go get drafted. You know what? That's some bullshit. That's some Ben Simmons shit. <laughs> just fucking play like a goddamn champion. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. I'm so, burning. Okay, so Harley, let's go to happier times. What did you do over Thanksgiving break? I'm not sure how we got into the NIL. I think you were just went into National Signing Day just because I mentioned you had an LSU shirt. Yeah, so over the over the break, Thanksgiving, I went to Eleuthera, which is an island in the Bahamas. Look, I don't want to say I didn't have a good time. That's, <laughs> that sounds that sounds worse. The than wife's some, not going to listen to this podcast. Don't worry about it. Well, this is a safe space. What 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 I want to say, and I want to be very careful how I say this. <laughs> I want to be real frank. It was college football. Last weekend of college football, and when you're in the fucking Bahamas or in the Caribbean, you can't stream any games. That like, was championship. Uh, no, no, it was like the A and M weekend, so it was Thanksgiving week, right? So it's r- a rivalry final, week yeah, last a, week. Yeah, final. Ohio State, Michigan, LSU, A and M. Yeah, there's some Civil War, o- Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Bedlam. Yeah. So it was basically to decide who goes to the conference championship and who's like about to enter the playoffs. There were some good matchups. Florida, uh, no, that wasn't Alabama, Georgia. No, that would have been Bama-Auburn, which was also That a was good, also a good game. But, but what I'm trying to say is you can't stream or, like, view any of that stuff. And where we were, there wasn't bars or anything. The Eleuthera is one of those islands on the Bahamas that is really fucking rural. There's got nothing to do. Like, so, there's goats two doors down from where y'all are staying at. I wouldn't say goats, but it's, you got, it's, the island's really, really skinny and long. Sh- shout out to needle dicks out, out there. <laughs> <laughs> needle dicks are people too. But so you, you can't go to the bar or you can't do this. So you're really, you got, it was a, a week with no TV, which I guess isn't like the worst thing in the world, but as a sports fan, I want to watch college football when I'm on vacation, or I want to watch NFL. Like I couldn't watch either of those. Yeah, and then ooh, you, not even NFL. Well, then you try to like, okay, I want to listen to like, I got Sirius XM radio, and I try to stream that. Nope, you can't stream that due to security reasons. That's fucking horseshit. I pay for this stuff. I should be able to go wherever in my world with my account and fucking stream. Talk about not getting your money's worth. People who pay for Sirius might as well just burn money. Whatever. So <laughs> you couldn't get it on the island. Don't fucking don't stick up for them. Well, I, I did get the LSU game because like ninety eight one the Eagle and Baton Rouge. Evidently, you could stream that off their website. So I'm listening to A and M game on my phone, and that was just that's so fucking terrible because the internet radio is on bigger delay than the streaming service. So like fuck faces over there looking at their ESPN app and they're getting an update before I fucking know what happened. It's fucking horseshit. So now I got to go isolate myself away from people and you want to do that anyway. (laughs) Well, that's true. But, but I mean like, 
I don't know. That, so that part kind of was a little frustrating. <laughs> so so you got. I'm on vacation. Isn't that when I want to watch games? Well, it was two of the days, but the, everything else over there is just different because you know, the booze was. You want to go get beers, right? So you go buy a case of beer. That's forty some dollars. Ooh. And that's a local. Too beer. much of an island. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, a lot of import export issues over there. But so you're, they're fucked by the supply chain too. Yeah, so you're not get, you're not getting the. Uh, you're not getting the you know the decent rates on beer like in Belize I've been before and you were getting like awesome like the beer was cheap as hell it was like buying a it was buying a, like a case here or even better it, but then you go buy Bahamas beer over there it's brewed in the fucking Bahamas just an island over and all of a sudden <laughs> it's like they just decided well you know Bud Light and and that's going to be like fifty dollars a case let's just go forty something and they'll just buy our shit anyway. is that why the people go for like the all inclusives just so they don't have to fucking roll their eyes every time they pay for an overpriced thing they're just like this is on the house i know it's a lame thing to do because it's not very adventurous but fuck it i'm not gonna get they're gonna real cheap people are gonna do the math like they do on the cruise line saying okay i'm paying this much i'm on here for this i gotta average 18 drinks a day for me to make this worth it then you got a vacation goal not that i've ever been on one of these or paid for it yeah so there's a little bit of probably that but I don't know if that's built in the price. I'm not. I'm not big on research and vacation. I didn't pick this place, so it's not like I researched and did all that. I went with some other people that picked. So I was more like a tag along, like a, a vacation person, a Jace type that's stuff. What, okay, so Craig was over here during Thanksgiving. I f- forgot to mention that. Craig, fuck your dog. It is so annoying. It painted. <laughs> Running back and forth in my house while my kid's trying to sleep literally for 18 hours. Woke up the next morning. Craig's like, I don't think she slept. Annoying dog. Shout out to her. But every time we saw your snaps, we sort of saw kids running around in the background, which we thought you hated. And then Craig thought he got a look of uh, Ella's best friend's mom. And Craig is like, oh, she definitely paid for this whole vacation. Like, All right. So, so okay. Let me ask you this. In this setting, you get invited to go on vacation with someone. So you're invited, right? What do you think you should pay? Let's say let's say you're going with like Craig's dead family and we're all going to the timeshare. They invite you. Yeah. So it's their place? Yeah. What do you think you should pay? Well, so well, you're only should... making it sound like she paid for everything. So what you, do you, you include everything in here? What you, would you, you expect me to pay for? Your own flight. Okay. You're not going to pay for housing because she's supplying that. So then you pay for probably like house groceries, drinks, and then like you pick up a couple dinners maybe. Yeah. So that basically that's what we did. Okay. So you, yeah. So fuck you, Craig. The, she timeshared it without the uh, Asian lady trying to sell us on getting a place. Yeah. So we, we pay for our flights out there. We bought our fair share of booze. We brought our fair share of food ella was the cook for thanksgiving we it, it and we weren't going out to dinner or anything so it was all at the place so i to be honest with you seemed like we did our fair share of what you would yeah what Craig. you would say there and then ella also was like the grand uh like grandmaster babysitter for the most part on a bunch of that stuff too so she was putting in work with other people's kids which 
you know, if you're going to bring your nanny over there, you're still going to have to pay a little bit. So who knows? We, we probably came out ahead for them because if they had to bring somebody to watch the kids all day, we probably were under underfunded. Oh, vacation. yes. Definitely fuck you, Craig. How dare you? You were probably taking Craig's side during this, though. I wasn't. I was just laughing as Craig gets riled hey, up. He, why does he get so aggravated about that stuff? Like he, You know Craig isn't built for the beach either. <laughs> well, it's like, hey, Craig, if you would have some balls and ever ask a chick out, you might get to go on vacations too, but you're just solo by yourself. Yourself. Your strippers aren't going to invite you on vacation, buddy. The waitress at Twin Peaks isn't going to invite you on vacation. You get no perks. The vendor might take you on the yacht, but then he's go- you're going to talk about me the whole time with Dan, and he's not going to bring you back. I've noticed one of Craig's gimmicks that he loves lately, and I know he'll listen to this because he's uh, in the top two viewers of the Talking Small podcast is Joe. He loves to call out Joe for having a sugar mama. Like Joe has any shame about that at all. Oh, no, no. Nobody's more excited to be a sugar baby than Joe, Craig. So you think it's an insult saying his uh, sugar mama pays for everything? Guarantee Joe's laughing uh, while he's playing his Pokemon and his tidy whities Yeah, the, the fact that Craig would even think that's on Joe's radar and an insult, Joe Joe don't care. Yeah. What, 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 that's... Yeah, it's, that's funny. Uh, you got any more on the Bahamas, Harley? So what I would say is my day in the Bahamas, this is how it kind of went. Woke up and ran, of course, physical fitness on vacation. Classic me. Also, a lot of paddle boarding, a lot of snorkeling, a lot of kayaking. You stand up on the paddle board? Oh, yeah, in the middle of the ocean. It was pretty calm on most of the time, but there was a couple times it was rough. And I just wanted to get out there and see if I could do it. I fell a few different times when it was rough out there. Made some entertainment for anybody on the beach, but it was it was good times. Uh, you snorkeling, I, I, you know, you, you're swimming around with sea turtles and shit That's like cool. that. That's always cool. Well, well, so what I would say is we went on like one of those excursions, and we it was like a couple different stages. And one, you go feed sea turtles. So you take squid and you go out there and you're feeding these sea turtles. You're in the water. and Squid it's, game. It's, it's, sea turtles are pretty fucking big. And, you know, I don't want them taking any of my fingers off. If I had booze with me, he'd probably be able to help me I mean, me out you're there. not worried about any other fish coming to get you since you got bait? You're literally shark bait? Well, so the way they go, I guess they typically feed the sea turtles around there. So the sea turtles kind of know what's up. The only other... Yeah, but you don't know what's up. Well, you're I, I you're don't not care. from them waters. I don't really care. Sea turtle ain't worried about the shark. Well, so I get in the water, and, and when I'm in the water, the guy on the on the boat... So there's only three of us that get in the water. There's like 12 people on this thing. And three people... Get, come on, that's some pushy well, shit. Well, you're, you're on vacation, people. You're on an adventure. Get in the fucking water. Like, it's a sea turtle, for Christ's sakes. Well, so you get in there, and he, and he goes, Oh, look, the... Stingrays are coming. Do not make sudden moving movements with the stingrays. Now they don't bite unless you make sudden movements. Steve Irwin, don't step on them either. So you're sitting there and you're like, okay. So you can, of course, it's clear water. You can see and, and you're like you try to take a step. Okay, here comes a stingray. I will tell you, a stingray going over your feet is one of the weirdest fucking things you've ever felt. <laughs> it's it's fucking weird. It, I can't really describe it, but the stingray will go right over your feet and like chill and like nibble on your toes and shit. It's it's quite quite fucking weird. I fed him at the new blue zoo up here by the mall. They have a little makeshift aquarium up there, and you can pay like a dollar and you hold your hand flat like that, and the hold your hand flat like uh, I guess you're very nervous feeding a horse, but you have like squid there, like Harley saying, and it, they just go over. It's like a wet vacuum. 
type deal, uh, it does feel really weird. Um, so you, were you worried to get Steve Irwin out there with this thing going over your feet? Or are you just trying to not make sudden movements? I, I don't do a good job when I'm getting rules given to me <laughs> because what happens is most people kind of like ignore the rules. I don't want to say I'm a rules follower in a situation like this, but I'm definitely going to be like taking multiple looks, make no sudden movements. Other people in there were like turning around and stuff. I was just like, they were not very aware of their environment. And if they were, they didn't give a shit, which they probably weren't aware. Well, they, they weren't, but you know, I'm sitting there, I head on a swivel. I got my centuries, uh, sensories out there. I'm trying to make sure I can find all these stingrays before I make all these moves. My to and from the boat takes the longest cause I'm, you know, checking them out and they're going over my feet. I don't want to make There's all, moves. how many are there? Oh, there's probably like maybe eight sea turtles here. And then like seven stingrays so they're coming at you from all angles the stingrays know about feeding time too they just conveniently left that out well the problem is the stingrays are all on the bottom so the squid never Scraps. makes it to the to the bottom usually that, the turtle normally gets it oh the well your hand it's in your hand so the sea turtle comes up and you like give it to him then you like push his shell away <laughs> so like i had hands all over sea what turtles it was like going heisman it's like squid heisman squid heisman this is like trick and treat here. You're, you're, you're tricking it to come up close and then you're fucking giving a little stiff arm. Well, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just getting another banquet. But yeah, so it was a little, that, that part was a little weird. And then, and then we went and uh, um, we did a, some snorkeling around this reef or whatever. It wasn't that big a deal. Didn't really, whatever. We, I've been snorkeling around where we were. Better scenery there. Yeah. But then we went and swam with the pigs. You know, you see fire, uh, fire fest, and you see all the promo with the swimming. Yeah, they say those pigs like bite people in the ass and shit. Like these aren't. All right, so these pigs. This is what I gotta say. (laughs) They're fed too much. This is a tourist trap. Don't go swim with the pigs. Oh, definitely a tourist trap. You go out to like Pig Island. One, there's a guy just sitting there with a like a desk, and he's got like cut up hot dogs, and like on skewers. And you got to pay him 10 bucks for everybody that comes on the island. So it's like, wait, hold on. I, dude, I'm not feeding these fucking pigs. I got to pay you 10 bucks to get on this island. That's kind of fucking. I'm staying on the. Can you stay on the boat? I mean, you can, but then they, then like who. Then they give you shit. Then they'd be for like, it. hey, look, look at the one cheap asshole staying on the boat to try to save. So we just, I think we had like, actually, I think we had 11 of us on the thing. So we just gave the dude 100 and we, oh. just, went, we just went from there. But. These, so these pigs are def, pigs are definitely well fed here. Well, yeah. So they're the pigs are. You're only supposed to feed them in the water, but they never really get far in the water. Like yeah, people just start feeding them right as soon as they touch the water. There's like little piglets and people are trying to catch them and stuff. And it, it the whole thing was kind of weird. But yeah, one one of the people in our group got bit. <laughs> So I mean, they will bite you, but it, it wasn't as cool as is like in Fire Firefest when they're, you're cutting that promo and like swimming out in the middle of the water and it looks all cool. No, these pigs are fat. They want their food, and if they think you have it, they're just running at you the whole time. It's just it's it's like Craig when he smells cheap perfume. <laughs> Fucking awful. So anyway, that that wasn't too bad. Then we come back, but I will tell you. That island's so long, and we were staying, like, in the south middle part of it, and everything, like, touristy was on the north side. I think we paid $300 round trip for a cab to get to and from the 
the the like boat to take us total. out. Well, the boat to take us out of this thing to and from our place because we didn't have two vehicles to take everybody. So one of us, the cab, we didn't know how much it was going to be. From the airport to this place, I paid 180 bucks. Oh, so like it was expensive as shit to move around that place. Oh. Yeah. So so Craig, fuck you thinking I didn't have to pay for shit. Craig, that vacation that I was bought that I was brought on, yeah, that was probably three uh, three dans. <laughs> Man, I was pissed when I got the Vegas uh, taxi from the airport to where we were staying at. It was like $50, $60, and I was like, what the fuck? 180 Ooh. That would have been a tough pill to swallow. I, I would have yeah. walked everywhere. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't. You can't walk everywhere. There's one main highway. So the, you're talking about in order to get there, that's like an hour and 20-minute cab ride, and you're going probably 45 miles. Ugh. So, yeah, you're not, you can't take bikes or scooters or anything it's, it's very primitive out there and they've only got one thoroughfare through the whole thing and i don't know it's it was just a it was a little too rural from and i'm from the country for my liking on vacation like yeah. too much house time in the house the setup of the house was kind of what it looked really cool like you go look at pictures house it looks awesome except for all the bedrooms <laughs> For, there's like two like bungalows that are in the in the ground. So you know when you don't pay for the house, you don't get to pick your room. And and so you you know we're on, on this bungalow thing of the I mean or thing at the top. There's four bedrooms, and they're all like shotgun style. So if you don't want to walk through other people's bedrooms, you gotta go on the balcony. Okay, not that big a deal. Except there was like no soundproofing on any of the rooms, so we had kids on either side of us. Oh, and it was like you could hear. Like if somebody farted in the middle of sleep, you can hear it in the next room. So now, <laughs> now you're like you can't even operate in in things like sound like that. So especially with kids in rooms next to you. So there's you're on vacation, and you can't even operate. It's just, <laughs> it's just not what you're looking for, dude. Doctor Harley uh couldn't put a scrubs on and get to operate. And, damn. Yeah. So fuck you, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Summary of fuck you, Craig. Also, fuck you, American Airlines. <laughs> um, I will say that I don't know why, but how about you turn the AC on your fucking planes when it comes out of Miami? Like the motherfucker was hot as fuck. Like fuck off, American. You had and I'm looking around and I guess I'm just weird. I'm looking around. I'm like, man, I'm fucking dying. It's hot as shit, and everybody else is looking normal. I'm like, the fuck. Anyway, that was. Like, even when the plane was on, I know I get a little squeamish, like, before the flight when they turn everything on. Sometimes they don't have the air going, like, max. It's just, like, Well, it was like trickle. that the whole flight. Ooh. It was like that the whole flight. <laughs> and you're sitting there, and you... <sighs> That's I, bad when you're hungover, yeah. too. Well, I wasn't hungover, but... Well. Sh hey, shout out to the Bahamas Airport in Eleutheran. <laughs> Eleuthera, I'm sorry. Because you can check in and out really quick, but you just walk out of the airport and go to this place across the street and it's basically yeah, like I, booze I, and burgers and like there was the only cheap place to ever find alcohol was right next to the fucking airport, which is that's convenient, absolutely great. So we got shit hammered before we got on the plane, which was cool, but you know that island life, island boys. Craig, Craig's like, oh, I wanted more Island Boy snaps. I was like, how am I going to do that around a bunch of other people that aren't going to get it? I know I like inside jokes, but not anybody even around me was going to get that inside joke. I, I, Island Boys are already uh, washed. At like uh, The one-trick ponies, the, the 15 minutes were over 10 minutes ago. Uh, so speaking of family, Harley, you let me know before the, uh, the pod 
that you got a little family ongoing feud here with with someone who's been on the pod and I think someone who hasn't been on the pod yet. No, my 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 dad's been on the pod. He was they were on an episode. There was like a family oh, yeah, episode yeah, 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 way yeah. back. Yeah, I forgot your dad was on that one. Yeah, he was at the table, but your mom and Danielle yeah. definitely talked the majority of the time. Yeah, so Danielle's been kind of like staying in their place in Covington, like in dad's garage. The big shed garage? Yeah, so she's been there for a little bit. And I went over there because my dad had rotator cuff surgery here recently, so I went over to help him with some things. He's joining the club with my dad. Yeah. Ain't Andrew Luck. Yeah, so he needed some help. So I go over there to help him, and we're out there working for, I don't know, a few hours, and we go in to wash our hands and stuff. So she's staying in his, like, front space of the garage, which is, like, you know, uh, basically living area. And so when we walk in, I guess Danielle's trying to work from home and the internet sucks in there. And she just gets so mad at dad for like... Hey, <laughs> the internet not working it must in have, a fucking garage? It must have been like... Well, I mean, it wouldn't have worked in the house either. But I think this was just like bowled over for something else because I, I don't really know. But anyway, so dad walks in, asks her you know, what she wants to do for lunch. Fucking dad, I'm fucking working. Can't you fucking see that? And I'm sitting there going, what the... <laughs> I was like, hello. Nice to see you too, asshole. I didn't even know you were in here. <laughs> the, now, the front of this little garage shed space, does it look like a when you go in to get your car worked on, the, the front lobby of one of those? No, no, no. no. It, it, looks like a, it looks like a house and basically... Uh, damn, it, I was picturing it to look... Butch made it look like a pet voice. Well, I mean, there's like a pool table in there and some chairs oh, so and it's a big cool. old TV. So it's like Joe Rogan's green room for the pod. I'm not, I don't watch Joe Rogan. I'm just much. saying. But there's like a bedroom and an office in there. And then also, yeah. so, so I mean, a kitchen. So like, Damn. It's, it's not, it's, it's a living space. Sounds it's better than my house. I mean, it's bigger than Chris's uh, uh, rental that he lives in right now. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. But uh, so he's got, he's got a bunch of space in there, but Danielle just gets really mad about it. That's a great gimmick. Have Chris offer to pay more than Danielle and kick her out and Chris and Mallory move in there. Well, yeah, but then they'd Butch, be too far away from the Thompson Center. That'd be them moving to the Burbs. We'll get to fight night later. So, anyway, I think they're feuding a little bit because then Dad comes back to my house. So, it's probably been like over a week and a half since all this happens. Comes back to my house yesterday to help me do something on the car, which ended up being way easier. But he's got this little stethoscope where he can tell where the issue is in the engine. Speaking of operating. Yeah, so he had that fucking thing on. He's like, oh, I think it's right here. So, I went to go take it apart. How the fuck can you tell? Well, you can hear where the vibration is coming for what we were looking for. Oh. So he puts it on like the cylinder one on the on the engine because I thought I actually had an internal engine issue. So I went to go take it apart. And as soon as I took tried to take one of the parts away, there's an ignition coil that goes around the spark plug. Anyway, it wouldn't come off and found out that that was actually the issue because it was broken there. So replace that and all of a sudden it worked. So he wasn't there for that long. So I said, hey, I said, Dad, <laughs> what's up with you and... Danielle, he goes, I haven't fucking talked to her since that. And it's been like a week and a half. It's like, what the fuck? What the shit is going on? <laughs> so anyway, they, uh, and they're they not living at that house. They're living in Mississippi now. So I guess it's not as weird because not necessarily at the same location every day. Yeah. But they go back and forth to that place enough that I would assume they'd have talked since then. So Danielle... Stop being an asshole and fucking talk to dad. You're mute. You're mooching off of him, using his internet. Stop being a cranky ass when uh, he wakes you up at eight a.m. That's fucking late for dad waking you up. 
All right, there you go. Oh. There's the beef. Oh. Family drama. Now, now I think it makes sense that your sister posted something like, does anyone have workspace in Covington? I can work Oh, yeah, out. no, no, exactly what it was. Because <laughs> she was tired of being there with the bad internet and all that stuff. So, yeah, that must... Okay, I didn't ever even saw that. That's funny. A little family feud there. Okay, uh, just a little quick shout-out here before we get to the next thing. Former guest of the pod, the owner of Icon Recording... Uh, my boy, uh, Grant, AKA hypnotic on Instagram. He's been, uh, mixing Kevin Gates, new album. So he's been on the pod. So I just want to give a little, you know, he got the talking small bump. He's out there doing big things. So, uh, he owns his own business. Shout out to him. Baton Rouge rappers have been really dangerous to be associated with lately. Like if you go look at lit Yoshi or Lil <laughs> Yoshi or whatever his name was, you got your boy NBA, um, young blood, <laughs> Young boy, sorry. You got like there's a Boozy. whole there, there's a whole Kevin bunch. Gates. Well, I don't know if Kevin Gates has been in. He's prom. been to jail. Well, I mean, not recently. I don't know if it's recently. Probably but, like ten years but you, ago. You've seen a lot of them like recently having like issues and stuff. So you know, just be careful. <laughs> be careful. No, I've been telling you, Baton Rouge has had a really bad stretch here of like drive-by shootings and rap-on-rap crime out there. I hope, I hope, I hope they're not taking aim at the podcast podcast game uh, next. The podcast. Now, uh, now speaking of the Thompson Center, we had a nice little fight night this past Saturday, UFC two sixty nine. Uh, it was fun times. We had a uh, probably about ten people over or so. Some of Chris Law School buddies, podcast alum Third Reich was there. Uh, Baldy was there. Shout out to them and a couple Chris's law school buddies. So that was a good time. Charles Oliveira won the main event. Upset there. Upset for uh, Juliana Pena. So yeah, fuck, fuck Amanda Nunes. I fucking had her in she, too many fucking parlays, and I lost twenty bucks on something that should have been a goddamn layup. She tapped way too easy there. She got hit in the face like once, and it was just like, oh, what the what the fuck is this? And just went like that second round. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so that that was a fun night. Uh, Chris's law school buddy Big Al was there. I had the gimmick going of. Wait, you know, that guy's a lawyer. He went to law school with Chris. I don't know if he's a lawyer or not, but. Oh, I, I thought he. You said he was doing a farm in like Alexandria. He, I think he might be. Well, yeah, that's what you. That's what you said. And well, you, maybe he said that. Uh, but I, I was saying, you know, if you got multiple owls in a room, and Big Al is the biggest guy. I feel like that goes there. He told Harley, lifelong Cardinals fan, a great Jim Edmonds story. Yeah, I don't think we can talk about that on the pod. He was very he did not want that shared, but it was it well, was absolutely I, a great story. I won't tell the story because it would not be doing it justice because the way he tells it is fucking great. So if you ever run into Chris's buddy Big Al, not me, uh ask for the Jim Edmonds story. It's fucking great. Uh now that night I stayed on Chris's couch. Harley, you went you went home with Third Reich. How how was that? I didn't have to see Rex on my end, so that was good. So, I want to say thank you, Third Reich, for your hospitality. Maybe you were a little too hospitable. <laughs> when we got over there, he uh, he definitely was not ready to go to sleep at all. 
Like so, we you know we're drinking so, at the Thompson Center. We have beers. We go to the bar next. I don't even know why we went to the bar next to us. Neither do I. I was going like, why are we going there? We got beers here. I, like, I thought there was going to be like a like they were going to socialize or something with other people there, but no, we just we literally just went in the back and we just got cold outside. It was kind of weird. Yeah, we got cold outside. We were all sitting on wet benches or, or standing up. Like, well, what are we even doing over here? Let's just go back to like you guys' this place where we could do whatever we want and still talk to nobody. Yeah, so. Anyway, so we go ahead and did all that to him. We go back, and as soon as we get to his house, he's like, hey, you want to go to this bar over here? This is at like 1.30, 1.45 yeah, in the morning because yeah, so I went to bed at 2. Yeah, so, so I, I was sitting there. I was like, no, dude, I'm, I'm good. He's like, hey, you want me to hook this Roku up to your uh, TV in your bedroom? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, Eric, I'm going to go to sleep as soon as I get in this fucking bed. I don't need that. So like 30 minutes later, he's still trying to hook it up. <laughs> and I, I'm like, dude, Eric, it's okay. You don't have to hook up. Ah, look, you you got it. You got it from here. <laughs> but so he didn't he didn't do a good job there. But I will say in the morning, uh, I definitely ate one of his uh, beef jerky sticks, jalapeno and deer sausage or whatever it was. Shout out to Cossage. We got Chris to tell that story during the uh, during the fights. He, he told, did a he did a terrible job. Worst was, time I've ever heard him. It say was it. very lackluster. I think he's rusty. I think he was you know not telling the Steve Dice story too much during uh COVID. So Chris w- work on it, buddy. Cause that was not your a game. But so, so we're over there and they, they, they did, they, they were very nice and the bed, the bed was good. I'm glad I went over there. I wouldn't want to slip on, uh, slap on Chris's floor, like below your feet or anything like that. So that, that was actually really good. And, and Liz and, and him are fucking nice people. So hey, thanks for all- giving me the couch in this hypothetical scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were going first, right? So, I mean, it wasn't this. This is like dibs already. Okay. Even though I heard you call C check a couple times that night during the fight, and dude, once you're that old, dude, you can't. C check doesn't even matter. People aren't going to go take your seat in the and middle. Who of knows? That. Chris took. Okay, Chris just, sat in no. a new seat every ten minutes. Yeah, but those and seats actually, were vacant. Those I, those weren't fucking occupied chairs. So uh I don't think you should I didn't want to give up my prime real estate. I was I was no. uh if Big Al would have sat in your sheet, you wouldn't have said shit. He he respects the Al hierarchy here. Yeah, the, Even the, though he's Big Al, he still kicks down I, respect. I don't think I don't think you need to call C check once everybody in the room's over 30. I don't think C check should be a fucking thing. Mm. Maybe I'm going on a limb out here, but C check should not be a thing. Like you're everybody's in the chairs, everybody knows where people are. C check is also just fun to say, you know. Yeah, but you're not saying it to anybody other than like Chris. I just happened to fucking hear you say it. You look over to Chris like C check, and then you want to go piss. I'll do. I'll do it like you do. You'll do something just to make yourself laugh. C check is that for me? Now people up north, maybe I'm maybe I'm back in on C check. I could kind of like that. Now my my cousins John and George. uh, This was an up north slang. Let me know if you ever heard this one. Instead of calling C check, they said fives. Why? Why fives? Is it like fives fingers, fives toes? I, I don't. I don't really know why they had some weird uh, slang up there, but they always used five. So I wonder if that was only their friend group, or that was actually a thing up northeast. I don't know. That's interesting. Hey, J Bone, let us know if that's a thing, because you're about the most northeast person we know. I I, I think fives maybe could mean like a. Hey, Five minutes if I'm not back, the seat's up. So it's like a puts a time limit on the seat check. Maybe. Fives. Well, I wouldn't Be like back that. In five what, minutes. What, if you, what if you got to take a dump? You just lose all... Because you sat in another seat, you lose it? Yeah, <laughs> okay. probably. 
Well, I think that's the rules of seat check, right? If you go sit somewhere else, you lose it. It's like calling shotgun when there's only two people getting in the car. It's just fun. It's stupid. It's a nice, stupid joke. Well, Chris has been calling shotgun the whole time with Bob, then. Exactly. All right, what you? What else? Well, they you- do have three in the car because the dog is there, which I think is the reason why they're driving, but I'd love to know the I- real reason. I would assume Bob's got to get rid of his truck if he's moving to the island, right? Does he even have a truck? They always drive that black car. Well, I thought they were in a truck right now. Uh-uh. They're, no, they're in a they're not in a car. Yeah, they are. I thought they were in a truck. No. What do you think Bob's doing with his truck? You think he's gonna sell it to somebody like Craig who really likes I'm thinking cars? He, I, I think I may be woke on this uh Bob having a truck. I don't think he has a truck. I, we'll we'll have to ask Chris when we talk to him. Now, again. Harley, I thought the whole reason you asked me to bring up, you know, how Third Reich's was, was you got oh, locked out no. of his house. Okay, so <laughs> so look, I'm I don't sleep late, as everybody knows. I'm up early. That's just kind of my thing. I like to do fitness in the morning. I I, I can't just sleep in. It's not me. It's not who I am. Yeah. So Harley was complaining about not being able to operate in all these rooms. I'm sure those people loved him waking up at five in the morning to go run, waking them up, wrestling his bags and making his pre-workout and taking his shit. They probably hated him. First of all, (laughs) first of all, I'd like to say I didn't take any pre-workout on the week on the the, in the Bahamas, because I don't know how much that would have cost, so I didn't buy a single energy drink. So I've been off energy drinks for a while now. I can't tell. Monster stock's been down, if you haven't noticed. Everything's been down. It's a bloodbath. So I, uh, the bathroom situation in this place, I didn't talk about that. <laughs> There's no doors. On any bathrooms? So so on the, on the hallway where all the bedrooms where we are, or even in the bungalows, from the bed to the toilet has no doors. So if you want to take a shit in there, <laughs> it's you, you can't hide. It's happening. They don't even have a curtain. No, this isn't. That's an, this is unlivable. Well, I, but but I'm, but it's like it's like people a, would hate me just from the smells coming from the bungalow. That's the problem. And it, I'm not. I'm just talking farts right now. So so what happened is is there was one bathroom downstairs that had a door to it dedicated so, shitter so what i did well i don't know if anybody else was doing this I <laughs> i'm think sure it was they all were the, maybe maybe not i well i would have anyway, been i would have been anyway i think my wife had like a thing called poopery where you spray it in the toilet and then take a shit and it doesn't smell as bad i don't know what that is and my parents always tell me to use that at their house, but by the time I've shit, uh, then that's when you well, remember the poopery. Well, you're supposed to use it before, yeah. I know, so I'm like, I'm already uh, washing my, I'm I'm washing my hands as I, I courtesy flush, and that's when I think of the poop. Oh, they said use the poopery. Even if I remembered, I don't know how to fucking use that shit. What am I doing here? So, it's a fucking shit. So anyway, I'm not Dan. I've shit more than more than three toilets in my life. I wake up in the morning, go out the sliding door, get out to the balcony, walk back around, go into the house, go all the way downstairs, take a shit, go out and run. That was my morning routine. That's all I did. And that was my physical fitness. So I'm at Third Reich's house, and I wake up, and it's F1 championship day. Push, push. So 7 a.m., so I my alarm goes off at 6.58 I'm watching by 7 a.m. See the start of the race. So I'm up. I went to bed at like maybe 2.30. So I'm all, I'm already up by 7 wide awake just watching this on my phone. Because guess what? Newsflash to Roku never fucking worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching it on my phone. And I finished the race. And that's why I texted you and Chris and said, hey, what's the what's the plan? You said, oh, I'm already going back to Baton Rouge. I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, I woke up at like 
seven thirty and I just got on the road because I figured people wouldn't be up and mobilizing and I had to get back anyway. So 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 I kinda walk out the bedroom and there's no one stirring in, in Third Reich's house at all. So He's I'm, probably not going to be up till noon. So I go downstairs. I start watching some EPL on the TV downstairs. <laughs> I find a beef jerky stick. Eat the beef jerky stick. I got some water. I'm drinking it. And I'm sitting there going, all right, they're not up. And it's like 9 o'clock now. I told Chris and Mallory I was going to hang out today. I really just want to fucking bounce. <laughs> like I'm sitting there going, I really want to fucking bounce. When you wake up at seven and fucking nine thirty or ten rolls around, you know you gotta. St- it feels like you've been up forever. You feel like you gotta. You feel like you gotta do something. Well, like so, I'm going up against like if I leave by ten, I get home to watch football. Yeah. So I got that in my head. I'm like, they're not even fucking going to be up by ten. I was like, oh my god, what's going to fucking happen? <laughs> the man needs his football. God damn it. Yeah, I missed it on the islands and made the trip just okay. So I go. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to pack all my shit up, and we'll see if they wake up. We'll pack all my shit up. No one's up. So I'll go downstairs, and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm going to all put this shit in the truck, and I'm just going to go run. They live close to City Park. I'm going to go put 5K in the ass and go run around City Park. By the way, Celebration in the Oaks or Christmas in the Oaks, whatever it's called nowadays. Christmas in the Oaks. I think it's called Celebration in the Oaks now. I think it's been canceled. Jesus. But anyway, the the amount of lights in that park right now, fucking terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Don't go. If you're thinking about going, don't go. There's not that much out there anymore. This is about as lackluster as can be. Fuck COVID, but they made no effort. And they're <laughs> still charging like 50 bucks or whatever it is. 50 bucks? I don't know what it is. But Chris said he paid it some enormous fee to go out there to do it. We did a little rinky-dink one last night over at the you know hospital for free. It was It was fine. Good value. So anyway, Amber I, said five dollars. Like, yeah, we'll do it. Apparently, it's five dollars when they, the snow's coming on Christmas Eve. So we'll we'll miss that one. We've seen it already. <laughs> well, you didn't see it with snow, but so I go and I put all my bags in the truck and I get my truck keys with me and I got my phone and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go run and I have all my shit with me just in case. I said, well, look, I can't lock the door behind me because all they got is a deadbolt. Maybe they're going to lock me out. Maybe they're just going to wake up and be like, oh, Harley's gone, lock the door, and then go back to sleep and never get up so again. So you have so, your keys and your shit's all packed in your car yeah, so besides I can, the like, shit you I can I can easily yeah. leave. Yeah. So I go and I run around City Park. No one says anything to me. I'm like a mile three or something like that, just trying to waste time now. <laughs> and I get a text from Mallory saying, I can't believe you're le- you left. Rude. Now, my truck's right in front of Third Reich's house. So I'm like, what the fuck? How is she supposed to know? Well, she picked up Liz and they were going to some kind of cycling class or whatever at like 10, 15 or whatever. Oh, you're still here. It's like, yeah, I didn't leave. I'm just running. She goes, oh, well, we might've locked you out. I said, okay, fine, whatever. They said, just ring the doorbell. Eric will come down and let you in. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I I get five five miles done. I I work my way all the way back. It's probably like 1030 or something like that. Go ring the doorbell. Crickets. Like, all right, cool. Well, I'm close enough to wherever his router was. I got his Wi-Fi. I'm watching this fucking <laughs> shit on the porch. There's people out, like, walking by. His neighbors come in and out. They're just staring at me. I'm just, I don't even look up. I'm just watching <laughs> shit on my phone. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. And then Chris does the do not disturb on his phone. Fucking, <laughs> fucking dickhole. So he's not even up. It's, it's, it gets close to, like, 1045. Finally get a call from Chris. 
And he's like, hey, what you doing? I was like, I'm <laughs> sitting on Third Reich's porch. He goes, why are you sitting on Third Reich's porch? I said, because he's sleeping out and your, your uh, old lady locked me out. He goes, oh, shit. Well, I'll be over there in a minute. I said, what are you going to come over here for? We can't get in. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Just come over to my place. So then I drive over to Chris's place. Why to- were you waiting for Third Reich? Well, because we're supposed to go watch football oh, okay. or do something. Oh, yeah, we ended so up. So you're still you've still committed to to sticking around, even though everyone's abandoned you. Yeah. Well, I kind of felt bad. I was like, all right, but at least I'll get to watch games. And I was thinking like we we're going to a bar and watching something with Sunday Ticket or something like that. No, yeah. no, no. We just streamed one game at Third Reich's, <laughs> and then for some reason they really him and Chris are really into thigh stop is what they're calling wing stop since uh, Rick Ross said they doing thighs now. Yeah, because the, the price of wings is astronomical, so they've switched to thighs. Plucker's thighs, not not bad. Well, I had so, the lemon so, pepper a couple weeks back, not bad at all. So they were big thigh guys. They were talking all that noise about thighs anyway we had to go get thighs at some point during the games <laughs> at halftime i think but anyway so go over to chris's rex is a fucking asshole i feed him liver doesn't like me mallory gets upset because rex doesn't like me when she comes home <laughs> spoiler alert rex doesn't like anybody now that he's old I- i've only been to chris's place i think twice i've slept on the couch both times at like 2 a.m and they had sequestered rex to the back already ha- didn't see him barely even smelled him winning Oh, I mean, Rex wasn't that terrible if you just, you know, ignore him and don't get bit. Or watch Chris just yell at him because he's like, Rex, stop being an asshole. Anyway. Payback for your dog biting Chris. <laughs> well, that's why I was telling him. I was like, Chris, dude, my dog bit you. I just don't care what happens right now. And anyway, we end up watching the Saints game. The second the Saints game's over, hey, see y'all. Peace. In the, in the truck, driving home. Got home before halftime of the next game, so it wasn't that bad. But... It was, a, it was a fun time, but I did get locked out of Third Reich's house. And he does answer the door when Chris talks to him at like 11.45 or whatever. When we roll so it took there. an hour? Yeah, it would probably been an hour just sitting out there. Damn. So, I, don't, I, I don't know. Does anybody answer the doorbell now? I don't know. I was hitting that doorbell. I could hear it ringing. But evidently, Third Reich's just sleeping through doorbell. I, it, I mean, yeah, if I hear a doorbell, I'm going to go fucking answer it, especially if it's repeated. But like, were you standing up every five minutes Redinging. I probably I so the first time I dinged, sat down for a th- few minutes. I was like, okay, double ding. <laughs> sat down for another like five double minutes. Ding. Gave him a third, three straight dings. <laughs> so every time you did it, you increased it. So it was it was close to that. So it was kind of like, hey, and then once he did that, the lat like I did three in a row like really quick. I was like, that motherfucker ain't waking up. So I just yeah. streaming shit on my phone, and that was just yeah, that was gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah. So what else you got on there, buddy? Uh, the last thing I have, I guess, is uh, you did a little rate my swing between uh, uh, the uh, two blondes in your life. Oh, uh, so yeah, I went to Top Golf on Monday since I've been off of work, and I will tell you, I thought Top Golf was a racket of how much they they charge you. It's actually not that bad if you have a decent sized group. So it was like fifty five bucks for an hour and a half or something like that. So not terrible. Yeah. You probably pay that a bowling alley or whatever. It de- it depends. Bowling alleys are way cheaper than that. Fifty five dollars? No, for a per per person? No, no, just total. Oh, okay, for, yeah, that's yeah, good. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, however yeah. many people you got in there. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, that might. Bowling games don't take that long, so. You know, so we got like four games done, um, but anyway, so I went and played top golf with Craig in 
Denver during my bachelor party. And then when I saw my wife try to swing a golf club, I had flashbacks to Craig swinging a golf club. So I had to take video and I posted them both in the Slack. And dude, they're pretty fucking close. You're like, you can't, you can't say they weren't that close. They both swung like Happy Gilmore trying to make a putt. They're both like terrible, but kind of in their own ways. Craig's swing is definitely a lot funnier because he takes forever to swing and then the last. 10% of the distance he has to cover, he does it like... As fast as he can? <laughs> yeah, as fast as he possibly can. He's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and, I'm lined up, I'm lined up. Okay, I'm lined up. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it's comically fast and not on target and just like spews out to the side. I don't remember Ella's swing as vividly, but it it went just about as far, but in kind of like the opposite direction of like Craig sl- uh, sliced it to the right. She like hooked it to the left. Yeah, so is we, that proper golf terminology? I don't know. Yeah, for right-handed people. Yep. So when I uh, Those are the only people who matter. Well, I'm lefty. So when we're playing, I don't like top golf because I, I'm aiming for targets. I feel like other people just happen to hit them. So when I'm playing with my wife and our um, our pseudo daughter who was playing with us as well, she beat me twice. <laughs> Out of four. Man of the house. And, well, I had high score total of all time. So, but I had to, like, just take my pitching wedge and just try to score. Because I was trying to hit it far and hit the other targets. And, I mean, you're not as accurate when you're doing that and all this other stuff. But they would, like, fuck it up, fuck it up and just roll into the couple ones in the front <laughs> and then get points. And you're sitting there going, well, that's not fucking fair. <laughs> And you're trying to like, oh, yeah, it's The all ones cool. up front should be worth less. Well, they are worth less, but they're like fucking up and getting points. So then I got to score like every couple of mine to make sure I stay ahead of them. So like, <laughs> I, it, so then I got into I'm going to win mode. So I just pulled out the pitching wedge and started smacking them into the, the couple that are in the front. So even if I fucked up, I'd still make points. But yeah, so anyway, I got a little competitive. So I, I won two out of the four games, got the highest score out of anybody out there in my group of three. And uh, didn't didn't you know it was all right. Nice little uh, vacay deal there. You thinking about gonna go uh, race some go karts or something after watching all this F one? Ella wants to do axe throwing over there. I guess there's civil axe. Would y'all want to do that? Amber Amber did it in Vegas. Was she any good? She was pretty shit faced. She claimed she was good, but I wasn't there. So. I think it's BYOB for those places. I don't think they actually sell it. The sell place booths. over there by um, there's one on Government Street, kind of close to you. By uh, Radio Bar, I think. Yeah, I think it's called Civil Axe Throw or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. She wants to do that at some point. It's cheaper on weekdays, so since I'm off, probably do a weekday. <laughs> nice, nice vacation. Program.